You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. Guess what? I've got a new book coming out July 8th called Journeys Through the Akashic Records. In this book, I will share tons of guided journeys that you can take to access multidimensional realms where you can find the answers to all of the big questions in your life. We, of course, will have past life regressions. We will have finding our soul groups, understanding our soul purpose, doing soul retrievals. Um, There's a journey called Before You Arrived, where you can find out the plan you made shortly before your current life began, and tons and tons more information. This is the first time ever that I have compiled some of the super secret stuff that I've been doing with my clients for 20 years, and I really want you to get a copy of my book. It's coming out July 8th, but you can pre-order it now, and I'll leave the links below. So thanks in advance and stay tuned for tons of um, exciting events, uh, release parties and all kinds of stuff coming up as July 8th gets closer. So have a great day and enjoy Journeys Through the Akashic Records. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey there, dear one. I hope you're having a wonderful week. So what we're going to do today is um, I recently was asked to fill in uh, and do a little webinar for a friend of mine who was out of town. And so I decided to do a webinar about my new book called Journeys Through the Akashic Records, which is coming out on July 8th. And so I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and share this with you because I think you'll enjoy it. So this is a webinar. If you want to watch this, just go over to the YouTube channel at Past Life Lady, but you can follow along just listening. And there's a point here where I'll take you on a guided journey. So the guided journey is a real short one, but this new book is going to have tons of exercises. And so as it gets closer to the July 8th timeframe, of course, I'll do another you know, one of my virtual book launches and 
I'll have some classes around this where we'll do other things. This is a super short one, but I thought I might as well just let you have this one now because I'm in the middle of writing a new book. And so I'm going to just be doing some webinars in the month of May as I finish up a book that's really been in the mix for a couple of years at least. It's been years in the making, so I'm getting ready to turn it in. And so um, it's just easier sometimes when I'm not booking guests, but we will get back to the guests later. And meanwhile, I'm trying to just give you some fun things that we can do together. So I hope that you will enjoy this. So settle in and let's listen to a talk on the Akashic Records. Hi there, and welcome to Journeys Through the Akashic Records. So we're going to do a short webinar tonight based on my book that will be coming out on July 8th of 2022. Um, so what we'll do in this evening's class, we're going to just talk about what are the Akashic Records? Um, what are they? How do we access this space and how does this all work? I'll talk about my background a little bit and how I became interested in this topic. Um, it kind of stumbled upon me, so I'll tell you some stories about that. Then I want to just briefly review some, just a handful of the many incredible historical figures who were able to very successfully access the Akashic Records. And then I'm going to talk a lot about what kinds of information could somebody like you receive by delving into the Akashic Records? We are going to take a guided journey. And so we'll, I'll talk to you about, you know, we'll set up for our journey. We're going to take a guided journey where you'll actually be able to go into this space to hopefully receive some very helpful information. And then we will end our um, course here, and then I'll open it up for your questions and comments at the very end. So I'm glad you're here and let's get started. So one of the questions I think that we all would want to begin with is what are the Akashic records? I think that, well, first of all, it, Akasha means sky or space in Sanskrit. And I think that people usually act or relate to the Akashic records. They think of them as like a place that we're going, like a physical place, maybe we sometimes think of it as a library or it's a big file cabinet that has stuff in it. Um, but really this is a, it's a storehouse of sorts of all of the actions and deeds that have ever happened in the past, the present and the future and all possibilities. But in my mind, I like to um, think of the Akashic records as something that exists inside a non-physical realm. So it's really a part of the multiverse. And as we walk through or float through these interdimensional doorways, we can find different bits of information if we simply know how to get into those spaces. I have always called the place, rather than the Akashic records, I've always called this place the mind stream, which is really like a Buddhist concept. Um, and again, there's like a cosmic soup out there, right? And, and just all things are happening simultaneously. Time is quite illusory. And so in this space, it's not a linear place. It's not a place that's locked into three-dimensional time. It's just the influences from the divine 
and things that are going on in the multiverse and the universe at large. And so what we're going to talk about and what we're going to experience is just really how we would want to um, go in there and find out important answers to questions that we have about our life. So I discovered the Akashic Records, which again, at the time, I wouldn't have even called it that because it was just, um, that would have been a completely foreign concept to me. But back in 2000, I had a very strange uh, spiritual awakening epiphany happen. I was living in Denver, Colorado at the time, and I had just gone through a divorce. I had moved into a very strange uh, apartment complex that a lot of people thought was really haunted. And I started just hearing an inner voice that was telling me that there was something wrong with my heart. I was not going to live much longer. And then I lifted up into that space. I didn't have an accident, you know, nothing traumatic happened, but one night I just felt myself lifting out of my body. And I went into a space that was filled with light and beings. Um, There's one person I recognized, which was my great uh, I should say my late grandmother, who I had never met in life because she passed away shortly before my birth. But other than her, I really didn't recognize anyone there. It was just like a bunch of faceless white beings. And so when I came back from that experience, I had a lot of knowledge about things that I really did not know about through my current experience. Cause I was just like a sales rep. I was a quote, normal person at that time. So I came back, um, I knew that like I could place my hand on my shoulder and I could run energy. I started having a lot of energy just running through my body. And then over time, I started becoming very, very sensitive to sounds. So I could hear like a pin drop on the other side of a large building. And I was just almost shell-shocked from whatever um, blast, let's just say that I had received in that white light. And then also over time, I started realizing that let's say you and I were hanging out and you were, I was saying, Hey, what, how are you doing? What's going on? And you, you were going to tell me like what happened to you last weekend. And maybe you were talking about, you know, buying groceries or something just very mundane. And I would find that I was going with you. Like I could see a little movie running in my mind about, you know, there you are on the pizza aisle and you're buying some vegetables or whatever you were doing. And so I started realizing that this was happening all the time. People would be talking and I would kind of go into their minds and I would see, what they would see. And sometimes these things would be confirmed that I really was seeing things that that person had actually experienced. And so then this kind of evolved, you know, I have a real um, love for the, let's say the modality of past life regressions, because part of my healing, I went on a long healing journey after this happened to take lots of energy healing classes Um, I took, you know, Reiki and different things. And then I ended up having a past life regression that really changed my life. And I realized that that's really what I wanted to be doing for others. Of course, also another whole story is that I was introduced to past life therapy and the idea of living in prior lifetimes when I was a kid. So then as an adult, when that modality of using that as a therapy really helped me so profoundly, then that's when I knew that I wanted to do that for other people. And so within the realm of that, um, I started realizing that something we're going to talk about here in a little bit is that different people, when we're talking about this cosmic soup, which we're in this book um, calling the Akashic Records, this 
unlimited storehouse of energy and information that exists in the cosmos, I think that all of us have different abilities as far as what we're going to be able to tap into or what we're not going to be able to tap into. And so my ability was that I was really, really good at knowing things about people's past lives, which again is my real interest. I really am interested in past lives. So I would just kind of be able to know things about people, especially about that topic. And so we will, of course, be talking more about like what might be your talent or your ability that you might be able to discover within this storehouse of information. So I kind of think of myself as somebody who I stumbled into this. I it was an it was kind of quote by accident, and we could call it maybe even a bit supernatural. And then I just kind of had that awareness of this space. But despite that fact, you know, I've developed a lot of different kinds of guided journeys over the years. And I really do believe that any person can access these kinds of information um, if you're given the right tools and if you're given the right path and the right doorways to walk through. And so what this book really contains, which I'm so happy about, is for over 20 years now, I've been guiding people into these alternative dimensions, mostly into past lives. But, you know, a lot of times when clients would come to me, they need a lot more than just a past life regression. And so there's a lot of different doorways that you can walk through that would help create different kinds of healing, depending on what you need. And so I really believe that the these bits of information and these realms are available to all of us and again, what you would discover is that you have, you know, you have abilities and talents that are different from my abilities. Everybody is a little bit different. And so that's what I think is kind of so fascinating about it. Hopefully my goal for writing the book is it's the first time ever that I've publicly released all of the stuff that I've been doing with clients over the years. And I'm hoping that readers, as they go through some of these journeys, you know, you'll find some that you're just kind of like, Eh, okay, whatever, maybe it doesn't resonate with you at all. You'll find others that are pretty interesting. And then you'll find some that are really like hopefully transformational for you. Um, and so I think there's going to be something in it for everybody. And it's fun just to think though, that you'll, I feel like you'll have access to being able to at least try, you know, to go into different areas to see what information comes up. Because I really also believe that as we're trying to access information that's going to help us understand our souls at a deeper level, that we're always receiving exactly what we're meant to receive at any given moment. So, you know, some of these things can just kind of evolve over time. And I think that information comes to people, again, when it's supposed to come to you in your lifetime. So, so let's talk about a couple of the famous historical examples that you may have heard of. Um, regarding this Akashic Records phenomenon. So, of course, I think we've all heard of Nostradamus, who lived in the 1500s. Um, he actually worked as a medical doctor in France, and this was during the time of the Black Death. And he's actually credited, I don't know exactly, I can't remember off the top of my head what these remedies were, but Nostradamus actually invented some really weird um, very non-traditional remedies that actually saved people from the plague. But unfortunately, 
his wife and all of his kids did actually pass away from the plague. And so this obviously sent him into a deep depression. And then it also sent him more deeply into his spiritual work. And so he would put himself into a trance by staring into flames. And then he started producing these quatrains, which, um, you know, have been studied by people. And so some of them were very prophetic. Um, others may be a little bit more nonsensical, but, you know, we've all been looking at these things over the years. And so there's so many different examples of things that he predicted. And there's a couple, you know, a couple of them came true. And so it gives us kind of some food for thought as some of these other more obscure quatrains are sometimes credited for all kinds of things. Um, everything from 9-11 to other you know, disasters that happened. So it's kind of interesting stuff to think about. Whatever he was tuning into though, um, I think that we could clearly say that, yes, this was definitely the cosmic soup or the Akashic records that somehow he was able to plug into that and receive information. Even when you think about it, you know, his, his remedies for the plague, for example, like I think any kind of artistic inspiration or musical inspiration, or in this case, someone who comes up with some weird way to help people survive the black death um, is when divine inspiration is coming to us from these other realms of creation and existence. And I think we all have the ability to just quiet the mind and allow these impulses from the divine to come in and assist us. So, and certainly he did do something. And we will see if some more of his prophecies come true. Um, the next one that I really have always um, given a lot of credit to is Madame Blavatsky, the founder of the Theosophical Society. She's written books like The Secret Doctrine and um, it's very esoteric materials. She was talking about this place that she described as going into the astral light and she said, inside this astral light, this is where all of the information is. So to me, that's a different way of describing this thing called the Akashic Records. And she claimed that she learned about that from some Tibetan Mahatmas. And so she wrote all of these channel teachings that really became some of the foundational um, thought processes that have really affected a lot of this the spiritual, even the metaphysical teachings that you see today, I think were largely influenced by Madame Blavatsky. And so within, in the book, I go through lots of different figures after she founded that organization, a lot of her um, protégés and successors who came after her were continuing to explore this idea that the creator, this God force universal manager is something that is unseen, but yet can be tuned into using different realms. But it wasn't until um, Alfred Percy Sinnott wrote a book in 1883 called Esoteric Buddhism. He was actually the first person who actually used the term Akashic Records in that book. And so the next one, of course, is Edgar Casey. Um, if you go to pastlifelady.com and you check out my books page, I have written some books for the Edgar Casey Foundation, and I've spent a lot of time studying the work of the person who is known as the sleeping prophet, the father of holistic medicine who lived until 1945. So he had a very interesting life, very sickly as a child, ended up going to a hypnotherapist. 
And when they put him into a trance state, he went so deeply into that state that he began channeling information from this energy he called the source. And Casey talked all about the Akashic records. I wonder, you know, he surely knew of Blavatsky and some of the Theosophical Society too during his lifetime, even though Casey was actually a Sunday school teacher, which is so interesting. And that really gives to me more credit to what he was doing because some of the things that he was talking about in these trances, first of all, he was a sleeping prophet. So he couldn't remember a thing that he was talking about, but he was talking about things like reincarnation, which was theoretically against his religion. He was giving people in a way, um, but in a much more broader sense, he was giving people kind of what Nostradamus did during the Black Death. He was telling people, hey, you know, go take this crazy remedy and this is going to help you with this this medical ailment that you had. And it, it was stuff that we would have said, well, that's crazy. That'll never work. But these things worked time and time and time again. And so the family um, collected his writings. He's got over 14,000 readings. And so they started to realize that they could take broad generalizations out of this body of work and realize that some of the things that he recommended to people would also apply to you and I if we had those same conditions. And then he did a whole bunch of readings where he was telling people who they were in past lives. And um, the big thing as it relates to the Akashic Records was that Casey talked about this hall of records. He said there was actually three of them, one of them in Bimini, uh, one would be found in the Yucatan, and then the other one was going to be discovered under the right paw of the Sphinx uh, in Giza, in Egypt. And so none of those things have actually come to pass. However, there's been a lot of research about the Bimini Road, which is a what some believe a man-made structure near Bimini that kind of gives evidence to this idea that perhaps there's a civilization there and there's something down there that needs to be uncovered. And then of course, in the Yucatan, we've got all the Mayan activities and there's more and more excavations happening there all the time. Theoretically, of course, or I should say factually would be more accurate um, that we have not found the Hall of Records. Um, and of course, in terms of the Sphinx, you know, they've done a lot of exhibitions and explorations around the Sphinx to try to find this hall of records, but the Egyptian government had shut them down and wouldn't let them go down under there uh, anymore. So it just kind of remains a mystery. I, for one, I've always been a believer that something like this could be uncovered, but you know, I think it, it has to do probably with the collective consciousness. And again, you know, will governments really let us come in there and do that? Because what Casey said was that when those records are unearthed, it's going to give proof to the fact that, you know, Atlantis existed and all this other stuff that that would really um, kind of debunk Egypt as the oldest civilization, let's say. So there could be reasons why people don't want people to find this stuff. I believe it's there and I believe that we need to access it more cerebrally rather than physically, because I don't know. If, I don't know. Maybe we'll still get there in our lifetimes. It would be interesting. So we'll have to see what happens. But that's a topic, like I said, that I've studied a lot of, and it's just super interesting to me. So, but beyond these historical figures, there's tons of examples of, you know, books. We've got the book of life mentioned in the Bible. We've got the Jewish Talmud. We've even got the Egyptian book of the dead and some of the Vedic texts that are also 
describing this idea that there's this book, again, we're putting it in kind of more three-dimensional terms, but there's a book, like a physical thing, and this is recording the names of everyone who has existed and everyone who will come into existence and things like that. So this concept is, is just widespread amongst spiritual traditions throughout the world. So because it's so, you know, it's such a widely held belief by people from all walks of life all around the world for so long. I mean, it, it makes it, you know, it makes you wonder, or it makes you, it makes me say, Hey, you know, there's gotta be some validity to this, even though, again, it's nothing we can prove necessarily, but it's just something that we do experientially, um, that we can tap into. And that I think our ancestors and those who have come before us have done for many, many thousands of years. So let's say we were going to go in there and we were going to, you know, get into this Akashic Records, whether it's a book, whether it's a hall, whether it's a library, what would we find there? I see this again as um, a bunch of doorways that are existing in different dimensional realms in the multiverse, like in outer space in the universe. So when we, we, we're going to do this in a while, we're going to bring a helpful light through, we're going to put protection around us, we're going to walk through a door. And then from that main door, we're going to go into different realms. And so as we open up different doorways, we can find all kinds of things out. We can meet a helpful spirit guide or a guardian angel of some kind who knows you, who helps you with things. Um, we can also create psychic protection and energetic protection for ourselves. You can discover your soul purpose. Like, why are you here? And what purpose have you been experiencing over many, many lifetimes? Um, obviously, yes, past lives. We can definitely go into doorways that where we can very clearly see who we were in past lives and get all kinds of details about those lessons that we might have learned in prior incarnations and how those are affecting us in the now. I believe in soul groups. I think there's very little coincidence in this place called planet Earth. So I do believe that a lot of the people we're encountering here are people we've known before, soul groups. So who are your soul groups? You know, what are your lessons together? We can certainly discover things like that. Oops, I put psychic protection again. Um, but we can also access future events maybe prophecies, predictions, we could theoretically, if it was meant for us to see, we might become the next Nostradamus, I don't know. And just really answers to all kinds of questions and things that you might have um, about life, about yourself, about why am I here, you know, things like that. The really big questions of life, I believe, can be answered by tapping into this information. That said, I started to go there, but what can you expect then? Again, I think everything is in the records because it is the storehouse for the all that is. But because I mentioned earlier, and I'll say it again, you know, I have kind of a knack for seeing people's past lives. You may go try that and you may go, well, meh, it's just not happening for me. Maybe you're not getting anything or maybe you're getting very vague information information because you know again all of us have different talents we have different soul purposes and gifts and so i think that this realm really will enhance your unique gifts that are unique to you and you alone and so when you're delving in there you might 
go on some of these journeys as mentioned earlier and you know maybe nothing will happen and you then go on another thing and you might go wow that was super easy you know and then you'll start to realize wait a minute i think this might be one of my talents so it helps you to uncover your deepest talents the place where you really find joy and you know where things are easy i think we always in life are trying to make things about a thousand times harder than it needs to be and i think going into the records helps you start to see the patterns where things are really working well for you and then you're able to bring that energy and information and invest it in your current life which is why we do any journey work in the first place is to make this life you know more meaningful and helpful so you will always uh, receive in my opinion what you're energetically aligned with and what is meant for you and so that's why different journeys like when you take journeys at different times in your life I've always thought of journey work as being um, really more of a tool. Like I don't, I don't try to overdo it. I do it when there's a real meaning. Like when I have a question about something, then I do certain kinds of journey work and different times during your life, you'll get totally, you'll be on totally different journeys, depending on where you're at on your life path at that moment, what you most need to know that's for your highest good and what you're energetically aligned with at that moment. So again, when, when we, I think I, I mean, I can speak for myself, like I've certainly tried to do things the very, very hard way <laughs> for a lot of the years of my life. And when I finally started following, you know, the things that are working for me, the things that I really like and enjoy and that are resonating with me, then things start to become uh, a lot easier. And I just think that's the same for everybody. And so that's why, um, I think this is a good way to start to find out what those things are for you. So let's talk about the journey we're going to take. So in the book, um, I go into a lot of depth about, you know, creating sacred space in your home to do any kind of journey work, um, surrounding yourself with comfortable items and how we in this book, I talk, I call it the astral light in honor of Madame Blavatsky. We're going to bring this beautiful healing white light through the body to cleanse. And then we're going to surround ourselves with a, with a golden protective light that will um, basically shield you, protect you, comfort you. And then we're going to allow ourselves to walk or float through that first doorway where we're going to meet a loving guide and you will be introduced to a guide who is one of your personal guides who you may or may not have ever encountered before who knows you who loves you who has been with you since the beginning of time and then one of the things i i want to discusses there, there's a fine line like anytime you do journey work like if I take somebody on a past life regression they're trying to go back into past lives and so normally we want to set a very specific intention like you know why am I afraid of water or why do I love beaches or you know it could be anything right or why am I afraid of heights or you know anything you could think of or how do I know so and so you know it can be about all of the big areas of life um, love and relationships health challenges or just that that realm that I call like safety and security it could be about abundance financially or just feeling safe and secure in the world so really almost any question that you have about yourself you can go back into past lives and start to uncover 
um, details about the reasons why you behave the certain way you do or why you have certain likes or why you're, again, with certain soul groups or people. And so that really works well when we're setting a, a very solid intention with past lives. We can do that with the Akashic records, but I have found that sometimes with these records, we still want to be clear that we want to receive information, but sometimes it's better that we really almost clear ourselves. We can do this with past life regression as well, where we just, where we say, you know what, I'm just going to be open to what is for my highest good. I'm not going to ask such specific questions or demand such specific information out of the records, because particularly in this kind of a journey, I think that you know, well, I guess this really is true for everything in life. You know, we, I feel, again, I can only talk for myself. I know for a fact that by being attached to certain things or having certain thoughts in my mind that I just couldn't let go of, I end up limiting what's actually possible for me to receive. And so when I go on these kinds of journeys, because I do consider it to be a bit different than just a straight up past life regression. Um, and certainly, again, in the book, we have actual ones where yes we're intending to go on a past life but today we're really going to you know we're doing a short journey here so we're kind of going into a space where we're going to get some information i like the idea of just being in that space of being receptive and open and just asking that whatever i meant to receive at this time is going to happen for me and just knowing that that you know that divine thing that thing that is most for your highest good is going to come through and I think that way, I mean, you might get a big, wonderful surprise. You know, we want to get something wonderful out of this, something hopefully that'll be very transformational about something that you're going through exactly in this moment. And I think that we're so, uh, especially as we delve into these more modern times, um, we've got so many distractions. We've got so many different things that are vying for our attention that, I feel like we don't always know what would be for our highest good because we're kind of just wading through all this data that's being thrown in our face all the time. So, so I would recommend, but it's up to you. Like if you have something you really want to know and you want to ask a question, ask the question and you'll be able to see it. But the other thing is just to say, you know what, I'm just open today for whatever's for my highest good and then just see what happens. That's really cool. So, and then whatever... I want to talk about how we receive this information um, because when I first started doing this kind of work, when I had my very first regression, all I saw was just a flash of boots, boots on a dirt Western town. And it just happened in a flash, just very quickly. I could not see a lot. I had a lot of feeling about like gut knowing. Some people may be auditory. You may hear an inner voice. You may have you may have a feeling. And then some of you are going to be like, wow, I see this whole thing. This is incredible. So, you know, whether you're receiving information with pictures, thoughts, or feelings, just know that they're all equally valid. You know, I've been to different classes where we have that one student that's like, well, I just saw a unicorn galloping in, in a meadow and it was so wonderful. And we're like, man, you know, I didn't get anything like that, you know? And so I think it's easy for us to kind of get down on ourselves and say, well, I didn't really have an experience here because I couldn't see as much, but that is absolutely not true. So just allow yourself and I'll be guiding you through being open to the way that you uniquely receive this information. So be 
receptive, be kind to yourself. And we're just going to allow this information, however it comes through, and just know that it's, it's wonderful and it's exactly as it's meant to be for you. And along those lines, as you receive the information, there's always the temptation, again, even for me to go, wow, that was weird. Or, whoa, where did that come from? Or something flashed across your mind or you had this feeling and you're like, whoa, that is so weird. I feel like I'm making this all up. And so, you know, we're, we're going to be kind of in a, a very light guided journey as we're doing this. So we're relaxing our conscious mind so that these pictures, thoughts, and feelings can come up, but we're still awake and aware of what's going on around us. So the reason why we're staying in that state is because it's important when we're trying to learn, like, what lessons do we learn or, or how is this information going to help us in our current life? We need to be awake so we can remember what that is. But at the same time, because we are kind of awake to this, there's still that temptation just to see, think that this is silly and that we're making everything up. So, so again, I just ask you to use the power of your imagination. Just relax and allow your imaginative self to just come up with things and just trust what you receive and just allow yourself to take the journey and just to see what comes up for you. All right. All right, so what we're going to do now is we're going to prepare for our guided journey. Let's see. So what we're going to do is I'm going to have you just sit in your comfortable chair, wherever you're at, and you may enjoy having your feet on the floor and just resting your hands in your lap. And let's just begin by taking a deep healing breath in through your nose. And we're breathing in love and joy and peace and light and exhaling tensions. And take another deep breath in through your nose and exhale. Very nice. Go ahead and close your eyes. And continue to breathe. And you're breathing in love and joy and peace and light. And exhaling any tensions. And take another deep breath into your nose. And exhale. And imagine now that there is a beautiful beam of pure white light coming down through the top of your head. And imagine that you can feel this light moving into your forehead, into your eyes, your nose, into your jaw, into your neck and shoulders, down, 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 down. Moving through your arms. into your wrists, hands, and fingers, and that light is moving down, 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 down your spine, through your legs, into your knees, your calves, your ankles and heels, and down into the soles of your feet. And imagine that this loving light is like a waterfall, and it's just pouring through you, 
carrying away tensions and concerns. And just allowing those tensions to go down, 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 and out the soles of the feet into the earth. That light is getting stronger and stronger and stronger, and it begins to pour out of your heart center, creating a beautiful golden ball of light that surrounds you by about three feet in all directions. Feel yourself floating inside the golden ball of light, safe, secure, totally supported, knowing that within this golden ball of light, that only that which is of your highest good can come through. So I want you to imagine there is a doorway in front of you. You can see the door, feel the door, or just know that that doorway is there. However it is that you do that. And in a moment, when I count to three, you're going to open the door and you'll be walking or floating inside a beautiful room where you feel totally safe, secure, relaxed, and totally at ease, a sacred, wonderful space. So on the count of three, you'll open that door into this beautiful room. Ready? One, two, three, opening the door. And you're walking or floating through the door into this room where you can be there now and notice how you feel. Feel the peaceful energy of this space As you start to look around, you feel totally supported, energized, and relaxed. And as you're sensing this wonderful energy, I want you to imagine that a beautiful angel or spirit guide or a being of light is floating down in front of you and joining you. Down, 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 down. And just imagine that guide can be with you right now. Ready? Three, two, one. They're there. So imagine that you can take a moment just to sense their energy. Say hello. And just know that this guide has known you since the beginning of time. So they know every single thing about you and about your soul and about your soul's journey. So feel the unconditional love that they have towards you. And go ahead and just take a moment to feel that love and just to say hello.
Very good. So imagine that you can speak to this loving guide and tell your guide that you're here today because you wanted to look into the Akashic records and you're here today to receive some information that will be most for your highest good or if there's a specific need or question that you have today, you can go ahead and explain this to your guide now. Very good. So imagine now that you can take your guide by the hand. The two of you are going to walk or float through this beautiful room. And you notice on the other side of the room, there is a doorway there. So in just a moment, you and your guide are going to walk through this door and you'll enter another room where your guide is going to share some information with you. Ready? On the count of three, you and your guide are going to walk or float through this new door. Ready? Three, two, one. Opening the door and walking or floating into this new room. And right as you enter the room, you notice there is a desk there with a seat or chair. So go ahead and walk or float over to the desk and just imagine that you can take a seat and you notice on the desk, there's a big book or a ledger of some kind. And I want you to imagine that your guide is going to open this book. You may, again, you may see the book, you may just feel it, or you may have an inner knowing that that book is there. But your guide is going to go ahead and open this book to a page that will be most for your highest good, that will relate to what you most need to receive at this moment in your life's journey. So your guide is preparing to open the book and on the count of three, that book is gonna be opened. Three, two, one. They've opened the book. So imagine that you can either look into this book and notice what you see. Your guide could tell you the information contained there, or you can have an inner feeling about that information. So take some time here as you receive this information that you most need at this moment.
Very good. So take another moment. If you have any questions about this information or you need more clarity about it, ask your guide to explain any other things that you need to know. Very good. So imagine that you can just stand and your guide is going to close that book and take your guide by the hand and the two of you will begin to float back towards the door, opening the door and walking or floating back into this beautiful room where you begin closing that door behind you. You and your guide can walk through this peaceful, energizing space. You can take a moment to thank your guide for assisting you with this journey today. And your guide's gonna say, bye-bye, I love you. And your guide is just floating up, 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 up. And just floating away. You stay for a moment more, just experiencing this wonderfully supportive energy of this beautiful space, allowing that energy to fill every single cell in your body. You're feeling energized and refreshed. And go ahead now and just walk back through the door where you began. And go back out to where you started, closing that door behind you. You're back where you began. You're grounded, centered, and balanced. You're still surrounded by a loving, healing, golden ball of light. You know that within the golden light, that only that which is of your highest good can come through. In a moment, when I count back from five, you'll come back into this room feeling awake and refreshed and feeling better than you felt before. Five, you're grounded, centered, and balanced. You're feeling that beautiful healing light moving through the top of your head, through your spine, and through your feet. And that light is moving down, 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 down into the core of the earth, connecting you with the earth so that you are grounded, centered, and balanced. Four, 
you will continue to process this new energy and information in your dreams tonight. So by tomorrow morning, you will be fully integrated into this new energy and awareness. Three, you will drive safely and you'll be safe in every single activity. Two, you'll have wonderful dreams tonight and you'll wake up feeling wonderful and refreshed in the morning. Three, two, grounded, centered, and balanced. One, and we're coming back. So we're beginning to come back from our little journey. You may want to take notes if you are a note taker. And as you're coming back, I'm going to tell you about some of the upcoming events we have, and then I'm going to open it up to some questions or if you'd like to share your journey tonight with everybody and tell us what happened or whatever you'd like to talk about. Any questions, we'll take those here in just a moment as we're all attempting to come back from our guided journey. So um, again, this book will be out July 8. It is available for pre-order and I thank you. All right, so my webinar ended. So that was my very first talk about this new book. So um, there was a few ums and uhs in there. <laughs> I'll get more polished at this as I go. Um, there's a lot to unpack with this book when it comes out. So there's tons of different exercises that we'll be talking about in future episodes of Healing Arts. I will share more. So, but in the meanwhile, I hope it was helpful. I hope you got some awesome information. I hope you have an amazing week. I know that there's a lot of people just going through some really extraordinarily challenging things right now. So I hope that's not you. I hope you're doing wonderfully, but just know you're in my prayers and, you know, things are pretty interesting in this planet right now, to say the least. We've just got to continue on, just press forward. And I just really still believe everything's going to work out in a positive manner. So I hope you have a beautiful week. And until we meet again, I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at Past Life Lady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast about a phenomenon I call Supretravi spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. 
This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. Namaste.